enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio, you'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern. 7.30, who gives a crap time? We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. I hope Eugene doesn't edit any of my <laughs> Oh, man, my name is Lucas, as if you didn't already know that. I am joined by a full house of colorful cast and characters. Um, this is episode 614, so thank you so much for joining us. And if you've been around for the other 613 episodes, really, thank you yeah. so much for joining Yeah, well us. done. Yeah, um, you've been Eugene, around. You've been around longer than we have. Eugene, I'm going to give you an opportunity to redeem yourself here in the eyes of all of our viewers. How are you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? Doing pretty good. Um, I am tired, as usual. Toddlers are tiring. Um, don't have one if you crave sleep. Um, you can find me... They're also very acrobatic, it seems. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, uh, you can find me on Infendo.com. You can also find me um, getting my child from um, spaces where he cannot get down. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Justin, what spaces can you not get down from? Um, well, I'll tell you one space that I can't get into, and that's this lovely place behind me, Walt Disney World. Um, but I, you can find me on thedisneyparkbench.com, uh, where I do write and podcasts and other things about Walt Disney World. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at InfendoJustin to see everything I have to say about my other favorite company, Nintendo. Beautiful. Um, well, you can actually find me on a website called YouTube if you search for Lucas Peace, L-U-K-S-P-E-A-C-E. And I would like you to do that because I've been posting some videos that I want you to see, especially if you listen to this podcast, because that means we have a special relationship. I posted a video yesterday about the game that I'm making. You should go check that out. That's super cool. I've been keeping that all under wraps. Nobody knew about that. <laughs> and... Today, I posted the first in a Let's Play series I've been doing with Steve. Yes, that Steve. Mm -hmm. where we played Mario Maker together. We played each other's levels. It was super fun and super hilarious. So please, go check out my channel and get in on all that. Like me and share Has me. Has anybody played my levels? I played them back in the day, but, you know, like, hit me up, bro. Let's, like, got <laughs> plenty of episodes. Let's do it, Steve. Round two, Mario Maker, buddy. But tonight, we are not going to talk about that. Tonight, we are going to talk about everything Nintendo, really. Um, we are going to take the shortest of breaks, but we will be right back on the tail end of that with some stuff. Infendo.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord, even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today. Gentlemen, 
There was Pokemon news this week. They they released a couple of trailers. Um, first, there uh, I I actually got these like as ads in my feed, which was kind of fun. Um, first, there was the Diamond and Pearl one, which just looks like Diamond and Pearl. Like I have no news on that. Like it, it looks <laughs> fine, but it's just Diamond and Pearl. You know, they showed off like some cities and some Pokemon and some battling. And I I stand by my opinion. I think the game looks cute. It reminds me of like Link's Awakening on you know switch but but yeah it's just it reminds me of what pokemon games should look like unless they're big sprawling open world games yeah yeah exactly good freaking segue Um, (laughs) that is that is the news of the night that is actually the important thing tonight i want to talk to you guys about that have you either either of you seen the new trailer that leaked or or didn't really leak i dropped this week i saw it no i I didn't get to like dive into it i would just like had it on in the background when i was working you know so so let me kind of take you through a, a quick summary of what we found out. Because we found out a lot, actually, and it sounds like there's going to be some kind of familiar gameplay making its way And You already know that you're going to be working for basically Team Galactic in this game. They're like a research group. They're not an evil... Supposedly, they're not an evil organization bent on destroying the world and reshaping it in their own image. We shall see how creative <laughs> the Pokemon Company gets with that. Uh, I feel like the best they've ever done is the Ether Foundation from, like, Sun and Moon, but short of that... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like a secret twist that we all saw coming mm-hmm. anyway, but... But, um... But yeah, so so you work as like a Team Galactic like researcher. You go out in the field, you collect Pokemon and stuff. They introduced um, oh I'm I'm so sorry I did not do my homework on this. I want to say they're called warlords, but they could have been like, ugh, God, any anything like like lieutenants or something. Basic premise is there are Pokemon and there are people who are kind of the guardians of specific regions, kind of like gym leaders. And it is your job to go out and challenge these people to battles, challenge these Pokemon to battles, and kind of experience the boss battles that you know come with it um so one of the uh like like one of the really cool things is they showed off a new pokemon called cleaver i believe was his name um who looks to be a scyther evolution kind of like how they've been doing like the hisuian versions of pokemon and stuff and how they have developed in different ways like basculin as an evolution um yeah, and he's basically just a big rock bug with giant cleavers for arms, kind of like what Scissor would evolve into. And they showed off the battle for him. It's kind of a combo of the turn-based Pokemon battles and, like, jumping out of the way and dodging attacks as he goes after you and you having to, like, dodge him and throw, like, food at him to, like, tranquilize him, throw balls at him to try to catch him. Really interesting-looking gameplay. Like, they've, they've shown off so little of the game, but what they've shown off is just so exciting. I'm really... I, mean, I pre-ordered this game, like, the day I was able to. I'm really looking forward to this <laughs> I, game. I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I'm almost positive that I'm going to get it, especially yeah. since my kids want it to, so that's that, that gives me a good excuse. It looks so <laughs> good. It looks like it's going to be, like, oh, dude. just so well, good. They showed off, too. There's going to be specific Pokemon that you can ride on, and it looks like it's going to be all the new Pokemon that are being introduced. So, like, um, the, the evolved form of Stantler, the, the big deer Pokemon with the beard, Eldeer, or whatever his name is. Boy, if it's not Eldeer, it should be Eldeer. Um, <laughs> he can you, can... you can ride on him and everything. Um, they have the evolved form of Braviary, and you can fly around on it. The evolved form of Basculin you can swim with. But it's more than just, like... You know, sometimes in the Pokemon games, like, flying on a bird Pokemon is selecting fly and going to the next town or the next area and stuff. Right. You can actually, like, free roam fly, like, under, under like, cliffs and on top of... Oh, that's cool. I didn't see that. Yeah, it looks 
really good. Like, it, it's a little worrying because I feel like they're being really selective with what they show off. And of course, you know, then you go into Twitter and everybody's like, this game looks like it was made in 2003. <laughs> God, These yeah, graphics are a big oh, Pokemon oh, company God. are lazy pieces of crap. But, you know, short of that, like, I'm I'm, I'm happy that I like things because I'm really excited for this game. And it would be such a bad game to go into, like you know, overly negative. Like, I really want this game to be good. I, I, I'm really excited for this game. So, yeah, that's uh, Pokemon Legends. <laughs> um, yeah, that- I'm really excited about this this game, too. And, and, and I know I get excited, like, every other Pokemon game and say, oh, this is the one that's really going to suck me in. But, like, even uh, Sword and Shield kind of sucked me in more than than yeah. a Pokemon game has since Diamond and Pearl. So, like to have this big open world on top of all of the improvements they've already made, I think is, you know, really really appealing to me. So, just because you're, um, I, I want to make this point because I feel like there's a big like stigma in gaming quote-unquote culture if you can describe what we have as a culture that like to like a game you have to put like 400 hours into it or you know that kind of stuff and like the more time you put into a game the more respected you are within that game's community and stuff like that like you're allowed to consider yourself being sucked into a pokemon game you put 10 hours into you know like i think that's i think that's a viable point you know if you fell in love with the game and you played a lot of it for like a week and that was it like you had a good time with it you know that shouldn't that shouldn't discount your your you and you always seem to enjoy Pokemon. You just don't dive into them like heavy. You play a little bit, you get your fix, and then you're out. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of how I how I'm trying to look at these games. You know, yeah. like I, I there are certain games that I will probably never finish. Like I'll probably never finish The Witcher Three. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll ever finish Skyrim. You know, yeah. like I'll, I haven't, I've never finished that a Pokemon it's... game, but I can sit down and I can play them for hours and hours and hours until I kind of fizzle out on them. But sure. I enjoyed my time with them, so it wasn't a waste. I don't even consider like it's funny that you would say that because like I finally finished Skyrim a couple of years ago, I guess at this point, and I don't even think of that. I think of that game as like Minecraft, you know. It's like it, the the story is so minimal to the experience that it's like, and it's I'm sure Witcher is like that. I'm sure a lot of the games are like that. Like yeah, no. It, you like a game, you play a game, that's really all that matters, you know? Like, it, gaming doesn't have to be this, this like, you know, badge of, oh, I put 500 hours into Warframe this month, you know? Like, that kind of thing. Like, you know. Or, or 400 hours into Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Who would ever do something like that? I, I will say, I know we want to have another conversation here, so I'll kind of keep this brief, but I will say, I get really frustrated like that every game has like monthly events that demand my time. Like Before the show, we were talking to Steve, and it's like the new Mario Golf event is already out, and if you want to get multicolored toads that you can play as, oh God. you gotta go get it, because it's a limited time thing. You know, last, oh, last month yeah. was Boo in a Visor, so it's like... You gotta, you gotta log in. You gotta get that character's special outfit before it's gone forever. It's like, you know, I, I like unlockables. I just wish that they weren't like time locked to the point where it's like every game is like, you better be playing me this month, or you know that kind of thing. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of one of the things that tends to turn me off about games. You know, I've I've fizzled out on. Uh, um. Oh, I remember. Okay. I fizzled out on uh, Animal Crossing after, you know, a few months. And, 
you know, now I'm kind of feeling myself fizzling out on Mortal Kombat after a few months of nightly updates and all that. You know, it's it gets exhausting after a while when when I feel like I have to play it in order to get my, you know, I guess money's worth. Um, you know, it just kind of stops being worth it. Whereas the you know what I've been playing for the past few weeks? Huh. A GameCube game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I've been playing The Sims 3. And there's an ending to it. I've almost reached it. I've been, yeah, I've Sims... been, just, I've been just making families and living yeah. their lives, and, and that's how I unwind at the end of the day now, is I log in and I'm just like, all right, let's see what my vampire is going to do this week. Is he going to murder someone? Is I've, he going to, you know? Like, right. I've been thinking about getting that City's Skylines game on the Switch. Yeah, it, it's um, always on sale, I'm, too. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it's got some major performance issues if you get far enough hey, in it. But... which one of us doesn't? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just the type of game, like, when that... I don't remember the name of it, but there was a Sim Tower clone that, that we got a review code for. Oh, yeah! And I, put, I put a bunch of hours into that, and I'll still boot it up occasionally, but, yeah, like, that's the type of game that you play it until you tire of it, and then no. you either start mm-hmm. all over again or, you know, Which is what a put game it away. should be. A game yeah. shouldn't be a career, you know? Right. Anyway, um, before we get too into the weeds here, we normally do a segment on the show called Change the System. We're still going to do that segment. But I want to change the system and call this one System the Change. Because instead of talking about games we've been playing, I want to talk about games we're going to be playing. Guys, we are entering the three months of the spooky year. Spooky time! Not just spooky time. We got spooky month, then we got food month, and then we got <laughs> present month. And all three of those are really fun months. For Spooky Month... I, what, I feel like that's those are the, the Animal Crossing holidays. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> what games do you guys have on the plan? What are your spooky games you're going to be playing this year? The one that I, I always play... I will go play. last because mine will segue into uh, my Change the System. There you go. So. I will let the, the, Eugene go first. The, so. the, the one I always play, no matter what, um, if I can... I'll emulate it if I have to. Sometimes I'll bust out my Super Nintendo cartridge, but uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I love that mm. game. Um, it's super fun. I don't know that it's necessary. I think there's a remake coming out soon, isn't I, there? I, I think it's already out. Yeah, there's something like that happening soon or already out. But yeah, I love that one. But then now that there's this Luigi's Mansion trilogy, and I still haven't played mm-hmm. the third one. Wait, is that a... Oh, you just mean like there is a trilogy? <laughs> I thought you meant like they announced like right. That would be really cool, actually. But no, now that there's three um, Luigi's Mansion games, and I still haven't played the third one, I think this is the year for me to actually um, play all three of those ones, and then finally enjoy the third one. I'll tack onto that. Um, I also have Luigi's Mansion three. I played about. I got half of it maybe with my roommate back when I lived at the other house and then we just dropped off we completely stopped playing it I never picked it up again I have it on my Switch yeah. I will start that game over and, and play through it I will say playing single player in that game is really weird you can tell it was made for a two player mm. experience mm-hmm. which kind of sucks but like um, still excited for it I remember liking it like I, it was one of those games that I went into with a really negative attitude and I had to kind of like readjust and allow myself to have fun, which is an annoying way sure. to play a game. But yeah. Um, See, that's kind of how I felt with Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS, where like uh, I it, it played well enough for me. Like I enjoyed it, but I never had the drive to keep going. But Luigi's Mansion 3, like one thing I like about it is 
I can put it down for a while and then pick it up and play through like one floor in an evening and feel like I've gotten I, you know. I had a hard time my time's finishing Dark Moon. Is that the third, the second one? Yeah, that's the second yeah. one. I um the first time I played that game, I did convince myself to like it. Kind of what I did when I did Breath of the Wild for the second time, where I was like, okay, I know what it is now. It's a little different, but I'm going to play it again and mm-hmm. go into it knowing what to expect. And I liked it more on my second playthrough. But I definitely had kind of like you're not my real dad feelings <laughs> with that game because like the original is just like like I I know some people will say that like the sequels are better because they like quote unquote improve things, but like. The original was so good. It was so clean. It wasn't too long. Mm-hmm. It was one one big area, and it did it well. The portrait ghosts were really interesting, and they were all like biologically related. So each one had like a background and kind of history about and that. a unique way to. It was. Oh, it was, I can't. I can't wait to get to my change the system. <laughs> it, was, it was a really. It was a really good game. And again, it goes back to what we were talking about pre-show, Eugene. Um, about Nintendo taking chances back then that they don't really seem to do as much now. Like, nowadays, it's like, you know, the enemies all kind of have to be, like, out of Mario games. Mm -hmm. Like, you play a new Paper Mario game, and instead of having, like, unique characters and races and, and, you know, species, it's like, oh, this is King Bob-omb from Mario 64, but he's in 2D, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I, I liked that era where Nintendo was willing to say... Throw out the history, start something new, and let's. And I feel like they did that with Luigi's Mansion. It worked really well. Like we'd never get EGAD if Luigi's Mansion came out today. We'd have like Toadsworth as a paranormal. She, totally right. You know, some kind of like yeah, already pre-established character who's you know that. So yeah, I don't know. But uh, Luigi's Mansion Three, I'm gonna play it. It's gonna be fun. Um, I haven't played Phasmophobia in like a year and a half. Might do that again. Um, that's a cool game. They did a bunch of updates to it. Haven't tried any of them yet. We'll see. Um, and that's probably it for me. So, so I guess that means it's my turn. Um, so. so I'm actually. I usually try to play something, you know, seasonal for for October, something that's somewhat spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year I tried to play yeah. some more of Luigi's Mansion Three, and and again fizzled out on it. Um, but this year I was determined for a variety of reasons to go back to a game on the GameCube, uh, The Haunted Mansion. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Based, uh, wow, I forgot that was a based, thing. Yeah, loosely based on both the movie and the ride, but also entirely its own thing. Um, and it's like, imagine taking Luigi's Mansion and making it fully 3D instead of, you know, that kind of isometric view you get Mm -hmm. and uh that's kind of what this is i mean it's not you're not running around with a vacuum cleaner everything but like every room has its own puzzle you have to solve once you solve the puzzle there are like ghosts hidden around the room that you have to collect and then as you collect more of them you unlock more rooms you can go into and there's there's I don't know how many rooms, but there's a lot of them. And, you know, some of them are based on, you know, rooms from the ride. Some of mm-hmm. them are based on rooms from the movie. And most of them are just completely original. But, like, the the mansion, like, feels like a real place in this game. And I've always loved it. I played it through two or three times already, but I was just having an urge to play it. I've seen and, it uh, in, like, I, when I used to work at GameStop, I used to see it on, sitting on the shelves, like, stacks of them. I'm like, eh, nobody cares about that game. But now I want to, now I wish I could go back Yeah, like, I mean, and nobody and did care one. about it. Yeah, nobody did care about it because the movie wasn't all that 
beloved and sure. and you know wasn't it that, had the movies like kind of Eddie iconography. Murphy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so like the, <laughs> the exterior of the mansion and certain rooms are based on the designs from the movie but aside from that it, it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie it's a completely original story completely original characters um and again like once you when you're not in those like I don't know, three or four rooms that are directly based on the movie's designs. Mm -hmm. They're almost completely original designs. And, you know, there's... Well, and who's seen the movie in the last 15 years? For real. It's like, you know... (laughs) I mean, I love The Haunted Mansion, so I'll I'll rewatch the movie, you know, once every couple of years. Even even the rooms that are based on the movie are probably going to feel fresh and new to, like, 99% of the people who try this game based on your recommendation. But yeah, I mean, yeah. If you, I mean, I'm sure you can get it cheap. It was on all of the the consoles of the time, so you know, game, I'm playing it on my Wii. So you know, I'm playing the GameCube version. Mm-hmm. But um, it was on GameCube, Xbox, PlayStation Two. Um, obviously, the GameCube's the only one that was, you know, that's backwards compatible with anything you might still have on your <laughs> on your shelf today. But uh, yeah, I love this game. It doesn't. It didn't get enough credit when it was out. It definitely does not have enough credit now. But it's twenty four dollars really on eBay original, right like, now, and it comes with a free movie pass inside. <laughs> yes, in case in case you want to uh, go go see the haunted mansion <laughs> movie in theaters. Walk up, walk up to the theater and confuse a poor sixteen year old employee. <laughs> I demand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, I will have an actual like written review on both infendo.com and the disneyparkbench.com later this well, I guess this yeah, by the time most of you are hearing it later this month. Um but that's my that's this year's Halloween game. Um although I do have another game that I'm about to start either tonight or tomorrow night. Um I just got my uh my uh, Mac Mini with the emulators and everything all hooked up to my TV and ready to go. And I've got a ROM of Metroid Fusion. And I am going to try there to play through the entirety of... I, I didn't get to finish uh, Samus Returns. Um, I had little interest in replaying Super Metroid. But I definitely want to replay Metroid Fusion before Dread comes out. Because... Uh, because that's, that's the direct sequel, basically, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's there's a one of the few Nintendo franchises that actually has a chronological sequence. But yeah, so so the end of of or at least the events of Metroid Fusion will are supposed to segue into Metroid Dread. So that'll give me a bit of a refresher. Um, but yeah, I I just booted it up on my emulator, my my fifty five inch. <laughs> um, TV screen with this Game Boy Advance game playing on it with like pixel smoothing filters. It looks a an incredible sort of terrible, but that's that's going to be my chosen way to play it. So if you're feeling crazy, after I beat it the first time on uh, my 3DS, um, because I was playing it on 3DS, I was like, this would be cool if it had 3D. And then I booted up the GBA emulator on my Oculus, and there's some really cool like parallax effects that you can um, turn on huh. on the. And I bet you that there's a 
You have a quest, right? I bet you there's a quest um, GBA emulator you have a quest. can download too. So if you're feeling squirrely, give it a shot. <laughs> uh, I might give that a shot, but um, but yeah, like right now my plan is to is to play it on the big screen TV and get the full, you know, the full experience of this portable game on the big screen. Right. <laughs> I could have pulled out my uh, GameCube and played it on the Game Boy Player, but. Yeah, that that just seemed like overkill. <laughs> Fair well, enough. I was pretty disappointed because as we were talking, I realized, oh, you know, it would be a great game that's kind of horror adjacent that I've always wanted to play but never been able to is uh, the Danganronpa series. Mm. Oh, but yeah. But that doesn't come out until early December, so that will have to be next S- Halloween's game. Speaking of horror adjacent games that I haven't played yet but plan on playing this month um yeah so um i picked up alien isolation when it was on sale a couple of months ago um with the intention of playing in bed but after i decided to get the uh switch oled i'm waiting for that because um alien games with complete blackness are sound like an awesome idea sure Um, I'm probably going to be playing that um, in bed with my OLED and in bed with my OLED. (laughs) And so since that doesn't come out until next week or I guess the week after next, I'll probably start playing Alien Isolation then. That launches with um, Dread, right? Like it's day and day? Day and date? Yeah. 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 So, um, and then I have to go through the obnoxious transfer process, so, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. Ask Steve about um, that. You got you can talk to him while you're doing it. Yeah, it sucks that you can't do what you could do with the 3ds. And I just, know. It's you know so pop dumb. out the SD card, pop it in the other one, and just say, "Okay, this switch is mine now." Yeah, like, but it, yeah, Nintendo, come on, get on it. Anywho, so yeah, other than that, it's been Picross, it's been uh, you know, Link to the Past, my my usual kind of filler games, but uh, Haunted Mansion is the big one that I've been playing, Review to Come, and then Metroid, then Alien, which is a funny little segue there since they're <laughs> kind of mirror images of each other. Right. Jeez. Well, I want to hear I want to hear about the games Eugene's been playing, but before that, I just want to say one more time because I briefly mentioned it. Guys, if you haven't played it, Phasmophobia is an amazing game by a small development team. Pretty sure it's free or it's like so cheap that I don't remember paying for it. But man, it's fun if you have like two or three people to play with. You go into a house, the ghosts are random, you're searching objects, you're using like thermometers to gauge like which rooms are the coldest, you're, you're finding Ooh. out which ghost it is, then you're getting the heck out before the ghost murders you one by one. Like, it's a fun that little actual, game. Yeah, that actually sounds fascinating. It, um, it, it was very like rough alpha when I first played it, but apparently the devs have been working like really hard. Did on you play it, it in VR or how did you play it? I played it regular, but it does have a VR mm-hmm. uh, option. I just play it on Steam from my PC. But you know, you turn off the lights and you're like in the game yeah. anyway. You know, so it's like, but but like it actually uses like your microphone and it gets like stronger the closer you are to somebody. So you can be in like the next room and then you're screaming and you're like, I think Ruth. I I still remember the name of my first ghost was Ruth Williams. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I think I think Ruth is in the house in the in the living room. Then all of a sudden like the door slams and I'm like, dude, was that you? And I, then I come downstairs and he's 
dead. And it's like, it's just... Oh, it's There's not thing. a lot of games that did that, like uh, positional audio, yeah. I think is what it's called. Or I don't know. But basically, yeah. like, where you get close to them, like, you can kind of hear them a little bit better type of thing. I remember one of the Call of Duties did that really well. And I thought it was just, like, the yeah. coolest thing when it it's, f- first happened, you it's know? A, it's a great tactic in horror games, too. Mm-hmm. Because um, it, it forces you to communicate with people and, and either choose to actually be close or you know you can cover more distance but you can't really talk and just really fun and then when you die obviously your microphone shuts off and huh. nobody can hear you except other people who've already died you know and then you're just wandering the house it's like a ghost waiting for them to get huh. murdered so what so when you die do you become a ghost and you can start scaring everybody else because that would be awesome you become a ghost and then if i remember right we downloaded a couple of mods that allowed you to like pick up objects and throw them i think that was i don't think that was built into the game i think that was something that we downloaded but yeah you couldn't it i don't think it was full on because it wasn't like a pvp kind of thing but you could actually like throw things and try to like get people's attention and stuff it was was that's cool cool. again like i said it's an it's an indie game by either one dude or like a small company like a small team of maybe like two or three so it's it's rough it's not a it's not a pretty game it's not a triple a title but it was one of my favorite games of last year. Did so. I mention I've been playing a GameCube game? So yeah. graphics are clearly not, you know, my top priority. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I recommend it. And again, like I said, it's way more fun with friends because you have people to talk to and stuff. But there are solo options. And I think they might have even added a solo campaign in one of the updates I think I saw. So I don't know. I Like I said, I haven't booted into it in like a good year. But um, something to check out. Anyway, Eugene, I'm sorry. What games have you been playing? Um, well, I've been playing quite a few, actually. I, I'm only going to talk about the, um, I guess, the new games that I've been playing because nobody wants to talk about, pu- hear me talk about PUBG or, any, you know, Pokemon Go, any of that. But there was a event, and I got my Oshawalots. How do you say that thing? The uh, Oshawa? Yeah, I got, got... Oh, was there a shiny Oshawa event? Okay, so I um, uninstalled Pokemon Go. <gasps> okay, okay, not because I hate the game or anything like that. <laughs> Because it kept asking me to do, like, 500 megabyte, like, update data stuff. And I kept, I ran out of space. Mm. It's like, I, every, every update is like half a gig and I don't have that much free space. So finally I was like, I can't, I like, I, it it was like, you have to get rid of some apps. The only apps I have left are like the apps I use every day. I was like, I can't get, I can't do this anymore. So that's where I am right now. Yeah. So I, I'd want to go back to it. God, tell me if there's ever a shiny Fennekin event, will you? Cause I need one of them, but sure. Yeah, no, I I, that, I I guess if we're talking about Pokemon Go, that was a cool event just because I got like 20-something of those shinies, so that was fun. I really should have been there for that because Oshawott would have been a fun one. But <laughs> So, but other than that, um, let's talk about some new stuff. So we talked about it, I think, briefly last week, but we didn't actually have changed the system. I ha- I've got Cruise and Blast, um, I think is what it's called. Oh, that's Ooh. the one I was looking at. It's nice. I, you know, I just got um, some discounted eShop credits and mm-hmm. thinking about uh, blowing some of it on either that or WarioWare. It's fun. Um, I like it a lot. And here's why. It's um, It kind of goes back to, like, a game where I don't really have to pay a lot of attention. Like, I can't play a Mario Kart and not pay attention, you know? Like, when I'm playing Cruise and Blast, I can just be, like, watching TV or, you know, listening to a podcast, like, doing other things, like, whatever. But, like, it's just a pure arcade racer. And even more so, like, it has... 
it, it's just really cool explosion physics-y type stuff, right? So, like, I can knock another car into, like, a windmill, um, and then the windmill will, like, explode and go all over the course. So it's, it's really cool. Now, going back to Justin's GameCube graphic comment, it... Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like a gamecube game i'm not gonna lie like the graphics aren't the great aren't the best but you know whatever i didn't i didn't i didn't go there for that it's a budget title i think it was like 40 bucks or something like that having a lot of fun and i mean it it's it doesn't look great but there's a lot going on on screen so it kind of makes up for it in just like overwhelming spectacle instead of just looking good yeah totally yeah i yeah i've seen some videos of it and and like it's wild i yeah, I. You might yeah. have encouraged I, me to get it. <laughs> I never even heard of it, and I saw somebody post on Twitter where they were playing as like a unicorn. Yeah, and I saw I saw like thirty seconds of gameplay footage, and I was like, oh, I want this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I um. So the first thing I did, I booted up the arcade mode where you just you know play like basically single races kind of. Mm-hmm. But I played uh, booted up Redwood because I remember the Redwood Forest was um in, or not I'm sorry not Redwood um Death Valley because I remember Death Valley was in the the cruise in USA and yeah. when I first started the race I was like, "Oh, this is like exactly the same as the original game and then like you know a few seconds in it's like oh no here's all the new stuff but it's really really cool cool. yeah like they really play on your nostalgia in that you know like you see like the train coming in it's you might have just sold (laughs) i've never really played a cruising game enough to have nostalgia but i still kind of want to try it because it just sounds like so much fun see now my dilemma is i want that but i also really want um chocobo racing or whatever it's called and i know that doesn't come out for like a year or something but like Man, that game looks like a Diddy Kong Racing wannabe. And, you know, sure, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Cruisin' Blast is fun. I haven't put a whole, whole lot of time into it, granted, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun game. It has, like, a, because every game has to now, right? It has, like, RPG mechanics where, like, you're leveling up everything, and I, I could yeah. do without that, I think, but, you know, it's, I guess it gives you something to work towards, you know? Some, Tell uh, me. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Um, tell me this, because um, this is something that always kind of bums me out when I start a new game. Like, I, I tried Brawlhalla because, like, a lot of our listeners were getting into that for a while. I, I, you, you load up a game, and you, you go to the menu, and the menu looks kind of cheap, and you realize, oh, God, what have I done? This is not, a, like, a triple-A mm. game kind of thing. And then, like, you see there's, like, a, a, a weekly challenge. You can earn coins in a weekly challenge. And then there's a battle pass. Basic, basically for, a mobile game yeah, that got a, dumped onto Switch. There's a battle pass for $10. And then there's these these characters that you can buy for coins that you get from the battle pass. And it's like, is it like that? Or is it just like, here's a racing game? Yeah, no, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, I okay. don't think that you can pay, like, real money to unlock things. Like, basically how it works okay. is if you want to unlock a car or... Or, you know uh, things like that you can you can even unlock like engine parts and stuff like that I haven't gotten that deep into it but you pay cash and to find to get cash you win races you do tricks in the races you um, knock people off the course in the races um, cool. and um, you can actually find like cat- that part makes me want rush back yeah right R- rush used to have a death mode where you 
if a car exploded, it's Ooh. just like mm-hmm. busted car that would just stay on me. the track. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of how F Zero, all the F Zero games, really. I'm thinking about oh, yeah. X. Remember how they used to have like elimination races? Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. if yeah. Yeah. F Zero X had that too. If you haven't crossed the finish line, you're gonna blow up. And, oh man, that was. Fun. Yeah. Oh no. Um, uh, F Zero X had one where you were actually like you had to damage you. It was yeah, you well, and thirty too. other cars. You had to damage them and, yeah. and be the last man standing. Yeah, that was another way to to knock people out. But they also had ones where it was like, oh, if you didn't cross the finish line by lap three, then you know that kind of stuff. Like, right. Yeah. No. The, and the, the this game is fun. It's it's cool. I'm not feeling pressured to like do things that I don't want to do right because like I there's lots of ways to earn cash like you literally just can play arcade mode and win a race and you know you get a bunch of cash to unlock some stuff you know mm-hmm. so there's a but there's a bunch of different modes as well so there's like multiplayer there's um there's what they're calling tour mode um where you you know you go to four different races on the globe and you know go to hong kong and then race to singapore you know whatever that type of thing so it's fun i will say that i am missing a little bit of the old style um cruising um game where it was kind of like a directed okay you're going to start in california you have to race all the way to the other side of the united states yeah so um i wish there was like a mode like that um but aside from that it's fun i i'm i'm enjoying it a lot um, the other game that I put a um, very, very, very brief amount of time into um, is actually a mod for um, Breath of the Wild. It's called The Legend of Second Zelda: Wind. Second Wind. Uh huh. I saw a trailer for. Did you, I, I posted that in Steve's um, Discord? I saw a trailer for that like just the other day. Mm-hmm. They added like um, Orden. That's what. That's exactly what I downloaded. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Because there's it a looks new town. So good. They added like story and mm-hmm. characters, and it mm-hmm. looks really good, dude. What do you think? Weird. Like, very, yeah, very, really good. very, 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 like thirty minutes in. I did downloaded yeah. it, and I and I because it's you know it's a mod, so you have to like do all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So by the time I did all the stuff, it was like okay, it's time for bed, but I still want to like play it, and it's fun. It's so cool. what are you playing it on? It's a it's a PC mod, so you have to play it on. Well, as far as I know, maybe you can mod like your Wii U or your Switch to play it. But as far as I know, you have to play it on PC. Okay, I will be so curious to hear your opinions on this because you you know my feelings with this game. Yeah, and I'm really curious to see what like a well done mod can do to add some like stuff. You mm-hmm. know? So really curious to hear what you think of it when you put some time into it. The one thing I will say is because I the I specifically went and went to Orden and it is the probably the most uh, fleshed out town in. Well, so what okay. do they do? Just so, like take the geometry and everything from Twilight Princess and just dump it into the. Well, they the, built no no the no. They, they actually they actually like built a town yeah. based on like what Orden would look like like thousands of years in the future kind of stuff. Huh. Like, yeah, and um, so not to get too much into this because I've only seen the trailer, but they have like a blacksmith where mm-hmm. you can supposedly buy weapons, which mm-hmm. is something that I've always felt was missing from the game. There's like a shop that you can there's go new to quests there's, even there's. There's potions mm-hmm. that you can buy. Like, there's red potions, blue potions, purple potions. Yeah, they added a lot of, like, classic Zelda staples to the game, which looks really cool. So I, I can't wait. I hope you play a lot of it this week. I really want to know what you think. I yeah. really want to hear everything about this. It, 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 I saw the um, the announcement of the trailer or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Got it. I got it. I'm so amazed that because I just saw the announcement trailer too, and I, I didn't think anybody else had heard of it. And like nobody mentioned it when I posted it in the 
Discord channel, so I figured, like, okay, nobody's interested in this. Sure. Really, really cool that you found out about it, too, dude. Super excited. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, it's uh, I, it, it was right up my alley, right? Because I think, like, you and I both were kind of missing the... Um, the story aspects of the Zelda, you know, and yeah. then this looks like it's going to bring a little bit of that back. So yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for it. And Nintendo hasn't like cease and desisted the hell out of it yet or anything yet. So it's, you know, the Zelda is still available. So, yep. um, but yeah, that's really it. That's it for me. So, uh, what you guys got, I guess, Lucas, you're up. Yeah, I guess I am. Um, I actually made a list in our chat that I didn't share publicly because I didn't want to forget everything that I've been up to. Um, I'll start with the simplest one because like you, I've only put like a, like 20 minutes into it because I just started playing it like today. Um, guys, I am fully invested in this game that's coming out next week, the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl game that's a Smash Bros. like clone. I know, Justin. That's I've, how I feel. I've like, been... I, I don't I've, need another game that I want that I spend $40 on and have nobody to play it with, I have but been, I want it so badly. I have been obsessively watching the gameplay overviews for each character. Every day they drop like a new one. Today was Reptar, so I got to see all of his moves and how he plays and everything. And I, you know, unlike Eugene, like Eugene, I'm sure would be really into like the the oh this character can, yep, can move that's into me. this combo. <laughs> like, and, and that's what th this game is attracting like the melee audience. Like, there people are like shouting from the rooftops, "Melee is finally dead!" And this is the game that killed it. And I feel so bad for them because if the hype is overhyped, they're gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just I just like it because it looks adorable. There's 20 uh, Nickelodeon characters. They're adding more down the road. I get to play as Invader Zim. Like, it's, it's just... I'm, I'm real. Like, they did a trailer the other day for Oblina from Our Real Monsters, the little snake, black and white snake girl. Okay. And I forgot how much I loved that show as a kid until I saw that trailer. And, like, you're fighting at the dump, and there's, like, the little, ah, sound <laughs> from the trailer. And she's, like, Sonic rolling into things and, like, uh, hovering with her eye stock. Just, it, it looks, it's got so much personality, and it looks so fun. It, it's cheap. Like, it's made by a cheap company. There's no voice acting right now. They've said they want to add it down the road, but supposedly it would have cost, like, half their total budget to get the voice actors. Sure. Yeah, so, like, I get that, you know? But um, my, my point of this story is that game comes out next Tuesday. Already downloaded and waiting to, to play it. <laughs> um, in the meantime, I have been pacifying myself with another game they made, Nickelodeon Kart Racing 2 or something, which is basically just Mario Kart with Nickelodeon mm -hmm. characters. Because I'm all about this now, dude. Like, this game is, like, my most wanted game <laughs> all of a sudden. So, like, I've been, I've been playing a little bit of that just in my free time just to kind of, like, you know, okay, let's, let's, let's dabble in, you know. I can't fight as Zim, but I can race as Zim for a right. minute kind of thing. So. So I've been doing that, but have not played enough to really give a good impression. I can just yet. imagine the storylines you're gonna you're gonna you know oh, do, do, dude, do together. I'm so excited! <laughs> I I really hope like there's all of a sudden there's like these obscure characters that I'm like that I never I haven't thought about Nickelodeon in years. But it's like <laughs> as soon as they announce there's gonna be like DLC add-ons, I was like, okay, the girl from My Life as a Teenage Robot would be amazing to like fly around the stage. The angry beavers, uh, the the human from Invaders. It's like I've got all these characters that like I suddenly want to see in this game that like I didn't even care about like a month ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm really excited to play that next week. Um, that's that. I've been playing another Nickelodeon game, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Not because of this game. I started playing that one again 
because we had that conversation about gaming being like a job and a chore and everything and wanting to play games just for the sake of it. Right. When I played it a year ago when it first came out, I thought it had aged horribly and I was really unimpressed with it. And I had the same feeling about Banjo-Kazooie. I'm realizing now I think the problem was just my mindset because I've been playing Battle for Bikini Bottom again and I think it's fantastic. Like, I think it's a great, like, it's a it's a Banjo-Kazooie type game, and it does an amazing job of it. Sure. I don't know what, what I was complaining about. I think I was just upset that I wasn't, like, progressing in the traditional way that you progress in games now, right? Which is, like, level this up and level that up and stuff. But, like, it's fun to just go, and there's all these, like, like um, I don't know if you guys were really, maybe Eugene was part of that generation, but <laughs> I don't know how much how much of the SpongeBob generation you guys were, but like I grew up on that show, right? Like that show came out when I was like, it was like right nine, right I after think. me. Yeah, I remember. I, mean, I was I was in college when it came out, but oh, I still geez. you know loved it and I, and you know, would I, watch it. I remember making fun of one of my female friends because she had a snail, Gary the snail, <laughs> that had meow on his binder, and I was like, snails don't meow, you stupid nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like that's the age I was when when the show came out. But like, but like, there's wow. Well, I was so young that I was still a bully. Yeah, <laughs> but there's all these, but there's all these stages from like the show, right? Like, there's like Mermaid Man's lair, and there's the the rock bottom that he goes to in the episode where he gets like stranded at the at the deep ocean and stuff. Um, like like the the Flying Dutchman's like ghost pirate ship and stuff. Just all sure. of this like fan servicey, like amazing like level design kind of stuff. So it's been fun just like exploring the environments and going like I remember that from the show you know like that kind of stuff so that's been fun I'm, I'm probably about halfway through the game now maybe a third of the way i just fought the first boss and if i remember right there's a robo patrick a robo sandy <laughs> and then the final boss is like robo sponge that's great so, yeah it's it's pretty great and like 99 percent of the voice acting is perfect they're they're missing um the guy who does mr krabs he was never in the original i don't know why they didn't get him for this one clancy jones i think so you get this like instead of instead of his real voice you get like ahoy there spongebob i'm mr krabs and he's just like no you're not and then um <laughs> they never got ernest borgnine in either version to do um mermaid man so obviously he's dead now, but but he was never in the original. I was going to say, was he alive? So instead of the like the classic mermaid man voice, you just get this kind of like we must stop the evil, and it just it doesn't it doesn't sound good. But right. but other than that, like all the voice actors are there, and it just it, it's really nostalgic, you know. Um, the other two games I've been playing, which I will keep very brief, Mario Golf is a thing. They added that DLC that we never talked about, um, like free DLC content. Koopa Troopa is a playable character, which, yay. Much more important, Ninji is a playable character, and he's the best thing I ever. I saw so Ninji. He's my new main. Um, <laughs> I really like him. I love him. how they get the these these weird, obscure, oh, like, like I, I'm... I'm so hoping that the last Smash character is going to be another, like, Piranha Plant kind uh -huh. of, you know, like, here's the most screwed up, weird, random thing we could think of. And to Enjoy. Twist, to twist into that conversation for just a moment, <laughs> I don't think at this point there is a Smash Brothers character that could be announced that would wow me. Like, like everything's been done, you know? We've gotten everything! Like... And, 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 I mean, short of, like, a surprise, like, Gino reveal. Right, or, I was going to say, or, I'm or, still kind of holding my breath for Gino, but... Sakurai, or Iwata, <laughs> or, you know, like, Miyamoto. You know, like, short of that, like, I, I already have know. those in my Smash yeah. Brothers. Yeah, short <laughs> yeah. of that, I just don't know what it... Master Hand, you know, like, like I... That I, would be cool. I, I don't know what they're going to do that would... Because this could be... 
let's be real, they're going to make another Smash Bros. game someday, but I don't think they're ever going to get this cast of characters back. You know, there's so many well, Especially characters. with all the licensing. Well, that's what oh I'm saying. Oh my gosh, so, like, right. This could be, like, the last Smash Bros. character that gets added to, like, the best version of the game we ever see, you know? That's a lot to live up to. And if it's just... Like, no offense, Eugene, like, I'd be excited to see him too, but if it's just Waluigi, it's going to be like, okay, that's cool, I guess, <laughs> but, like, that now there's a cap on that hole, you know, like... Thing. So I, I don't know, but um, I want it to be no like problem. Sora or something. You know, that's that would the, be interesting. Something. That's, I mean, that's what the rumors are saying. But you know, just make Master it. Just Chief. let it be something that would be like. Well, okay, this is never gonna happen. But I was gonna say something that would be universal, something that everybody's gonna love. Um, well, see, that's the problem, though, because I wouldn't care about Sora because I've never played Kingdom Hearts, you know? Right. I don't care about Sora either. So. <laughs> and I am definitely everybody, so, you know. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be it's gonna be a hard one. But but back to Mario Golf, because we've got to wrap the show up at some point. Um, they did add two new courses, too, which I'm assuming I'm the only one here who's played those. Well, yeah, doesn't have I don't game, have a game. So, yeah. Uh, there's an ice course, which is cool. There's a second desert course, which is weird because we already have a desert course. But, you know, they're new courses, so that's kind of neat. Um, Mario Golf is kind of weird because it shows you, like, every course when you're playing, like, every hole. It shows you the whole, like, course you're playing on. So you kind of don't really feel like you're in, like, different holes as much as you just kind of feel like you're in, like, you know, a, a big open world sure. golf game which is kind of weird i guess the reason they do that is for the the running yeah mode. The, i never mm -hmm. but i never yeah. play that mode so for me it's just like this is kind of odd like now i'm hitting you know, the ball from this <laughs> side so. it's it's funny because whenever you whenever i play story mode it's always the uh, you know whatever they call mm -hmm. it dash mode or whatever and i usually play Mario Golf at night when I'm trying to unwind because you figure golf, it's a nice relaxing game. And then I try to progress in the story mode and oh my god, I gotta rush so I can be the first one to the ball right. so that I can you know, shave precious seconds off of my time because mm -hmm. otherwise the other one will get ahead of me and I'll lose the thing I have to... Like, yeah. as welcome as it is to have this cool exciting thing in a golf game sometimes, yeah I'm with Lucas, I just want to press the button and watch him hit it I... and then yeah, I, you know, I, move on. <laughs> I, I, I'm very traditional with my Mario Golf, I found. Um, I did start story mode just to dip a toe in it the other day. I'm not crazy about it. I mean, it's kind of it kind of brings back that, like, Mario Golf Game Boy nostalgia to a degree. But it feels like it's just, like, a lot less secrets and a lot more kind of, like, go to point A, go to point B kind of stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, made... Doesn't have the exploration aspect. Like if you yeah, want that well, and you don't already have it, get Golf Story. Well, and I was yeah, exactly. When I was complaining to Eugene um, before the show too about this one, I complained to Eugene about everything because it's <laughs> like back in the day, it was like you know, it's like Kid and Plum and what's his face and the other guy, and it's like oh, we're we're the human characters and we're brand new and there's all these people and they're all humans, but there's also Mario characters. And right. It was, it was it was like really different and stuff. And in this one, it opens up and it's like I'm Toadette and I'm Boo and I'm the Koopa guy and we're gonna be your rivals and it's just like okay cool I guess whatever you know <laughs> so it's, it's a thing it exists it's it's fine I made Plum from the Game Boy games as my like me avatar Nice. kind of disappointed to find yeah. out I couldn't take her hat off so you never get to see the pigtails Sure. Is kind of a bummer but you know other than that it's cool I'm making her very like control based because I kind of remember her playing like that like weak but like super straight shots kind of stuff so just kind of trying to like emulate and recapture some nostalgia 
The last game, I wasn't sure if that was like you opening your breath to, to talk or if you were <laughs> just, just yawn. yawning. The last game, and then we will be done because it is clearly bedtime, I've been playing is Mario Maker 2. And I already told you guys about that. I played it with Steve. Um, we we got on uh, like about a week ago and we were playing uh, one of the levels Steve made, I think was what we did that night. It was very short. We just kind of got on for a minute and we played around a Mario Maker. Um, because Steve's been watching one of his guys, Ghost Slayer Five Thousand, is a is a streamer on Twitch that he's he's friends with, and this guy's been like playing people's levels, and he played one of Steve's levels. So we're actually going to be getting together with him, I think, next week to have him play some of the levels we made. But I was talking to Steve, and we were like, you know what, we should do? We should make each other levels, and then we should get on multiplayer together and play them like cooperatively and, and get through them and everything. So we did that, and we got together last week after the show last Thursday. And we played each other's levels. And we recorded the whole thing because, you know, that was a thing we had to do. So those are up on my YouTube channel now if you want to watch the first part of that. But um, Steve did, like, an upside-down Zelda level with, like, really tight platforming. So you have to, like, walk and stuff. Like, really cool how you can do stuff with that. Because, um, yeah, there's, there's like, a Master Sword item that makes you, like, 8-bit Link in that game, too. And you have arrows and bombs That's and cool. all that cool stuff. Yeah, really that. cool. Um, I made a Hell level from Hell. It's it's a underwater swimming level where you can only see like a small circle around your character and there's like spike jellyfish everywhere and thwomps. Oh, you're that you type like, of uh, you have maker. to like swim through the 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 tiny crevice in the middle uh -huh. of the thwomps to get the yeah. Um, so we played for about an hour and a half maybe. Um, we did two levels that were not our levels. Those probably each took about five or ten minutes. We did Steve's level. That probably took about five or ten minutes. And then the rest of the time was my level. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was an ordeal, but we were, it, we were I, laughing, Was it really, we really, really hard multiplayer? It probably was exponentially harder to beat that level multiplayer, right? So there's two things about Mario Maker 2 online multiplayer that make it really hard. One is it's kind of laggy, mm -hmm. and, and it also, like, pauses you when people die. So if you're, like, say you're Mario and there are jellyfish directly above and below you, and you have to swim in a tiny little area to stay alive, when one player dies and it's it like, glitches out for a second, and then you come back and you miss time the thing, you fall and you die. That's one of the hard it's things. It's kind of like those those, those uh, two-player games where the second player could pause it even when mm. only the first player was playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pause it yep. just before you yep. hit an enemy. Yep. That's why I, I had a friend like that. That's why we always turned off pausing in Smash Bros. I respect them for putting that in the game. You the totally. You turn off mid-game pausing. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing that causes a lot of problems is, especially when you're swimming, if you bump the top player, both players kind of bounce in different directions. So there were a lot of moments where, like, I'd be with Steve, and I'd be, like, below him, and he'd be above me. And, like, we'd be, we'd be swimming, we'd be swimming, we'd be swimming. And then, like, either I would go up or Steve would go down. He'd bounce and he'd jump right into, like, a spike, you know? And, <laughs> and then we'd run out of time because there were only 500 seconds is the maximum. And we'd get, like, almost to the end. And then we'd both die and we'd go back to the checkpoint. <laughs> so, yeah, go, go. What I'm saying is go freaking watch my YouTube channel for the next month because that's where they're all going to be Sure. <laughs> but good game, man. Really fun game. I would love to do some more like mario maker is i forget how much fun mario maker is until i go back into it and then it's just like you know it's an it's an endless mario experience mm -hmm. you know the the only limit is you it's an so. evergreen experience right you just can very much yeah just keep going back yeah 
And that is everything that I've been playing. Next week, I will be able to tell you all about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, because that is all I'm going to be playing. But until then, um, I think that's it for the show, actually. And I think that we are done. So um, thank you guys so much for watching. Next week, I guess maybe we'll try to do a game, because it's going to be 6.15. So. Survivor. Yeah, I guess we'll figure that out off the air. Or more likely, we will plan it during the break on the show after we realize <laughs> none of us have come up with a game. And thank you guys for watching. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye-bye. See you real soon. soon. Adios. See you again. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Peace.